Now, what we didn't know was they put a brand new speaker system in the Buena Vista Theater Mm -hmm. with a much better bass sound. Oh, no. Yes. The people on the sixth floor were rocking to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians. Yeah, late at night. All night long. Oh, my goodness. everyone to another bonus edition of the DCL Duo podcast brought to you by my path unwinding travel. I am your host today, Sam. Uh, Brian is unable to join me for this recording, but I'm super excited because I have two fabulous guests who I actually met through social media just this past as they were on the Disney Magic on its first sailing post dry dock. And I asked them if they would be willing to come on the show and talk about their experience. They sailed in concierge on this cruise. And there, of course, were some upgrades across the ship, but there were some specific upgrades to concierge. And I am happy and excited to welcome Dan and Renee to the show. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You know, I really appreciate it. I was telling you all before we started recording, I really appreciated how much you shared with us while you were on the cruise. Thought it would be great for you to come on the show and share some with our listeners. But you shared with me a ton of pictures from the various spaces that were upgraded, um, some pictures of some maybe not so great stuff that was going on the ship as well. So we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about all of it today. But before we dive into that topic, I need to hear your Disney cruise creds because I think our listeners will be interested to know how many times you all have sailed Disney. Why don't you tell us? Our first cruise was in June of 2007 uh, when uh, I was burned out at work and my uh, one of my partners took my credit card <laughs> and uh, they booked the cruise for us. Uh, we, we were on the ship and we were hooked ever since. So this is up to our 21st cruise. Oh my goodness. You know, the, this was our eighth on the Disney Magic. Wow. That's amazing. And they hooked you. They hooked your kids as well, it sounds like. Is that right? Yes. Uh, they grew up. They were... Let's see. I'll tell you the story for... I'll, I'll let Renee tell you the story of uh, the, the camp counselor. Oh. Our, our very first one. Oh, yeah. Our first camp counselor. It was Yo-Yo on The Wonder. Nice. And our kids just fell in love with him. They had a great time. We took pictures and everything. And then when we went, um, saw him again on The Fantasy last year, he recognized us and we showed him pictures. And he's just like, he took my camera and was showing all the cast and everything. <laughs> So, and then my daughter, yeah, yeah and then... I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they were seven years old. Now they're 24. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You probably couldn't believe that they're like... all excited, yeah. Old. No, that's awesome. Well, that's really cool. Now, are you all park goers and DVC members and all that too? I, yeah, we're definitely park goers. Uh, we, ac- we actually became, during COVID, we actually took the opportunity to buy a place actually right outside the parks in Hunter's oh, Creek. Oh, nice. So we're awesome. no more than 10, 15 minutes from the parks so wow i'm jealous we're we're, we're well, quite far visit, come on by <laughs> right. we were, you're always welcome we were able to get um when they opened the pass holders back up now we're pass holders too oh awesome fantastic well let's dive into this sure. cruise tell me first uh renee why did you all book this cruise in particular it was a different itinerary. We've done, you know, Westerns and Eastern numerous times. Mm-hmm. And this is out of St. Juan. So this is something totally different for us. Had you ever been to San Juan before? Actually, it was one of the stops um, last year. Or was yeah, it, it was yeah. last September on the fancy, but it was just a stop. It was a right. stop at St. Juan. That was it. 
Yeah. So before that, no. Well, I have never been to San Juan, but I hear it's beautiful. We were supposed yeah, it was to be very nice. Yeah. It yeah. was very, very nice. We yeah. had no issues there. Very friendly. The people were great. No issues whatsoever in San Juan. Awesome. Now, tell me, when you boarded the ship in San Juan, where did you go first? Because I know you were aware that it, the ship had just come out of dry dock at a Freeport Bahamas. Everyone was, I think, a buzz about you know what was going to be updated. I think we all knew that concierge was going to have updates because they were selling rooms that had previously been non-concierge rooms as concierge rooms. There were all kinds of speculation about the lounge. And then, of course, there was speculation about the promenade lounge. Where did you all head first? What were you most interested in seeing? Uh, we ended up like once boarding at uh, Lumiere's for lunch, mm-hmm. uh, the concierge lunch. And then after after that, I think we visited Soulcat afterwards. Yeah, we went. Yeah, well, yeah, we went to Soulcat, and yeah. then uh, which was absolutely that. Oh, that, that's that, beautiful. That, that, that upgrade was a yes. was a huge hit. Yes, because oh, I've been through uh, what used to be Promenade Lounge, and it used to be just usually maybe a few people sitting in there. Mm-hmm. That place was packed all the time. Yeah, there was always people there, and they had some really nice booths to sit in and everything. And yeah, it was really great. We were I was impressed with that. It, it was very well done. Oh, awesome. I love hearing that. I was, I'll have to say, I was a little bit disappointed that there was no snuggly duckling. I think. Uh, yeah, we too. I, I, I can relate to that. Yeah. I can relate to that. But when I saw the pictures and some videos of the Soul Cat Lounge, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I hope that I will be when I am on board the Magic in, I think, September is the next time we'll be on the Magic. But uh, it's, it's nice to know that you all were pleasantly surprised as well. Now, did you get a chance to spend any time there and did you taste the Zeppelis. Yeah, I, I didn't even know about it till after the cruise. Oh, bummer! I know, I know. The, the, it's 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 sort of like the beignets, but the, oh no, no. no, I didn't know about it till after the cruise. I, we would order it. Oh, I would have ordered them. I'm so I know I was upset. Well, next time, next time you're on the Magic, I guess. I'm guessing you have. I guess you just have to book another cruise on the Magic. Yeah, we'll de- we'll definitely oh, go yeah. back to even after what we went through. We're definitely oh, still yeah. going to go back. We would to definitely the magic. go back. We know what it was what it was like. So let's let's dive into um the updates to concierge um, first. And then I want to start talking about some of the mishaps that happened that you're aware of within your own room and also in concierge a little bit more generally. Yeah. So tell us what, what did you notice as far as upgrades? Well, let's, let's start with the uh, with the good part, which was the concierge lounge. That was very well done. Oh yeah, uh, there used to be only nice. this. There used to only. Have, have you ever been the concierge lounge in the Magic before? Very it, small. It's very very small. Yeah. It's basically it's that it's, it's that space again, except it's been redone. Mm-hmm. But totally to the left, what they did is they they took out part of the deck and made that an indoor. On the left side was an indoor area with a, with a bar, with a full bar, full bar. Uh, ref- Lots of full, full refrigerator, a lot of nice. Another seating. coffee maker. So there's now there's two coffee makers. Oh, nice. Yeah, because that coffee maker gets busy in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that was it, it. Was a very nice addition. And a large refrigerator. On the right side, they took what was a partial little sun deck out there mm-hmm. and fully enclosed it in. Except they put some air holes in there, and so it's still open to the outside. Right. So it's not air conditioned there. We thought that, and even one of the crewmen said, uh, "On a very hot August day, it could get a little hot in there." Right. Because we asked, "Well, why didn't you put fans in there?" And they said, "Because the way the wind will come through there, it's mm-hmm. a safety issue." 
Oh, interesting. Interesting. Now, when you all were at sea, did you spend any time in that sun deck? And if so, did it get some air circulation from just the movement of the wind and the ocean and whatnot? A little, a, a little bit, a little but bit. you could see it when it was windy because it was definitely windy oh, in, in the in the ABC islands. Oh, it was definitely windy because even... It, it, you could definitely see the wind coming through yeah. and it was, it was comfortable. So in the wind, so when you're at sea, it's probably comfortable with the wind coming through. Yeah. Cause we could even see one time we were actually, actually down the, down the pool deck and you could see the chairs rocking. The rocking chairs were rocking. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, nice. Now, did you talk to the staff in the concierge lounge, whether the hosts or the other staff, and did you hear anything from them about why they did this partial enclosed sun deck? Because we, we've heard through the rumor mill, and I don't know if this is true, that they're in the next dry dock. They're actually going to fully enclose that space and they're going to build the sun deck on top of it, like more similar to the wonder. They didn't mention that. They wouldn't really go into it. Yeah. But I suspect the answer to your, your to your inquiry is yes, they will. But they just didn't have time. They didn't yeah. even have time to finish what they were trying to do on this dry dock. Yeah. So I suspect that that's probably going to be set for another dry dock. Yeah, because yeah. there's no concierge sun deck right now. Right. No. Right. It's because it's a, I mean, it's, it's open air. So it's sort of right. a sun deck, but there's no sun, right? Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Sun. It, it's, it's covered yeah. over. It's covered over. It's right. covered over. Whereas at least on the wonder, part of the space is covered and, but most of it is uncovered. There's some shady spots with a little bit of coverage and then there's some open sun deck spots, but it's really fully open on the wonder. So it'll be interesting to see. I wonder if they'll, I wonder if they will do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope so. You know what I mean? It's, it's, Still, it was a very nice addition compared to what we had before last March. Yeah. Anything in that space that didn't appear to be done or that they were still working on? No, I think oh. that part got that, 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 yeah. that part was completely done. Nice. There, okay. there were no issues in, on, in that part of the ship. Yeah. You know, which was great. You know what I mean? We had some place to go. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Well, was no, the air okay. conditioning working in the concierge lounge? Because I heard that air conditioning in a lot of spaces were not uh, working. They, yeah. they, they lost uh, it a couple of times. Yeah, it, it, yeah, they did. But it's funny. One morning we went in there and it was frozen. Yeah, it was so cold. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was just like there's like frost when we try to get in the door. We're like, what's going on in here? <laughs> oh yeah, goodness. let's say temperature control was a challenge for the crew. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, from what I hear in dry dock, they replaced, because I, I asked the guy flat out, they took out the entire air conditioning system and replaced it. Wow. I'm going to guess that when they probably put it back in on an old 20-year-old ship, not everything fit together quite the way they thought. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Let's talk about air conditioning specifically. <laughs> what was going on within your experience and what you heard was going on with the air conditioning? Like where where was it working? Where was it not working? It was uneven. It, it was uneven. Yeah, it was uneven. But mostly, mostly in the aft. Mostly in the aft eighth, on the eighth floor was having. Yeah, but it. there were definitely other areas of ship that were having issues. And the elevators in the aft. Oh, the elevator shafts were saunas. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, there were, there were only there were only three of the four elevators working, and trust me, the whole went, time, the whole the entire cruise. Oh, the oh wow, yeah. wow! At least there's three sets of elevators. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, they were saunas. I mean, literally, yeah. you went in here like trying to breathe. Oh my goodness. So let's let's talk about your room because I know that was uh, there were a lot of issues there. Well, um, our first room. The first. Room. <laughs> 
the first room we knew we knew we were in trouble from moment one well, they wouldn't because <laughs> we went up at 1 30 when they said we could go in and like every other deck is letting in except for deck eight yeah the roads were still up yeah you could see the workers running up and down the halls oh and, con- and contractors and maintenance oh my all, all different color uniforms everybody and then finally they let us in and my, and we had one of the handicapped accessible rooms way in the back. Right. Way in the back. Yeah, there, yeah. there are a total of four of them. And you couldn't even enter that area. So we were denied entry. So we went back to the concierge lounge. Yeah, we lounge went back to concierge lounge. And waited till it was a little bit before three o'clock. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard of that long of a wait for yeah. rooms. I mean, in concierge, you, you can usually get in at like one. I mean, well, the rooms weren't done. They weren't done. Our rooms weren't yeah. done. They, they were not done. There were ceiling tiles down, wires hanging. Oh, my goodness. So, so at some point, you're told, okay, you can go to your room. And then, yeah, the yeah. concierge team let us know and we could go to our room. Yeah. So, okay. so we went in there and it was okay. You know, I, we had to run off to the, we had a uh, Facebook meet and greet. So we did that. When then we, we first had, walked in, it was, it was beautiful. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's still a beautiful, uh, the first carpeting they put in, they redesigned those rooms. Yep. The carpeting was, uh, the carpeting in the, main, in, in the main room was this beautiful blue carpet. Really be- Yeah. And, and hidden Mickeys. Hidden Mickeys were in there. But all they the painted. furniture was replaced. All they were. Yeah, all um, furniture, I don't know whether. Were, were you ever in the one bedroom uh, ones? They were had these beautiful woods. Yes. In there. Yes. So well, we, they're all we, gone. Yeah. We've been on. We've been in the one bedrooms on the magic and the wonder, but not the not the ones in not the handicapped accessible ones in the aft. Well, um, they still had. Yeah. They similar, also had the wood grain. Right. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. All those all those woods are gone. All the woods are gone. Yeah. On all concierge. Yeah. They took them all out. I think about this, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I mean, I think the woods were beautiful, but I will say, at night, we found them to be quite noisy because the way that they would creak or that the doors would kind of the sliding doors would kind of bang together and stuff so i don't know like uh, what what was your thought on that i mean is that a is that a positive or a negative to not have the all that wood well they 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 did put some back but the wood that they put back sort of looked like particle board yeah so fair i mean i i did talk to one of the officers and off the side he goes like they did it really for maintenance which Tell you the truth, I can. If you think about it, those old woods probably did took sanding and varnishing oh, yeah. to get them back. This is not with this kind of type of new stuff they put in there. That's not going to happen, right? Well, so and I you can, can just replace it if it. Yeah, right? it's, it's not expensive to replace if they need. But to. I mean, the room was still very well done and, and that that type of stuff. The only uh, the only interesting thing we found was well, we went into the be- into the bedroom area and this blue carpet became this brown carpet that we wondered yeah how did that clash with the blue <laughs> like who chose this particular <laughs> color scheme so we, we wondered about that yeah. and then and then the walk-in closets were all gone yeah the closet i think and i had a, a picture that i put on our instagram and i'll probably sh- try and share it again when this episode I- is out but the closet in the in the master bedroom area was baffling to me. Why don't you tell our listeners what why why it was like? I mean, it was completely non functional in my. Oh opinion. yeah, it was non functional. It I had a T length dress. It didn't even you, you couldn't even hang the T length <laughs> dress up. 
You couldn't hang a T-shirt up. You couldn't even hang a T-shirt up. There wasn't there wasn't clearance for a right. T-shirt. It was like you it, could yeah. put like a kid's maybe a kid's, maybe a kid's yeah dress. a kid's yeah a, a grade school kid's shirt. Yeah. My daughter had a full lace gown. No place yeah. to put that. We, we, we actually had uh, uh, what Pierre, the hotel yes. manager. They, they uh, gave us a clothes rack. There so, wasn't enough room for so, our so, clothes. Yes, yes. So in a beautiful one bedroom place, we have a clothes rack sitting out in the middle of the bed, sitting out in the middle of the uh, living room. That's crazy. To be fair, there was a different, a longer closet by the front door. Um, but had, yeah, but it was small. It was small, and it had two. It had two um, rods instead of only one rod. Oh, I didn't. And my daughter's that. dress was big, so it wouldn't right. fit in there. Yeah, yeah, you had to go up and over the second in the middle. Over the second rod. Yeah, and yeah. her gown is like I said, it, you know, it poofs out, so that would, it, it couldn't fit in there. I'm not sure what they were thinking on that one. That's crazy. No. So even the one longer length closet right. had, had was yeah. not functional. No. Yeah. no. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. and with, with a one bedroom, you do, I mean, sure, there are some couples who get a one bedroom for just two people, but a one bedroom typically fits like five people, you know, in, depending on which, you know, which ship and which, which arrangement it, it is. So you'd kind of expect you have enough shelf and closet space for everyone. I mean, we did have a lot of like... Oh, we had our drawers. We, we, yeah, we, we had, had drawers. drawers. Except for the ones where after they put out the bed, you didn't have enough space to open up the drawers. For the sofa bed where my daughter was. She couldn't <laughs> access that one. Yeah. There was a door, you had to open the door. And then once the door was wide open, you could you had to slide the drawer out. Which oh, you my goodness. That yeah, is the, funny, the, the funny part when the concierge host was trying to help me, he opened it up and goes right into the bed. And he goes, he just looks at me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so some non-functional uh, stuff going on in the one bedroom. Now we, we also, I also saw some pictures you sent me of your balcony, your veranda, which was huge to be fair. I mean, oh. it was an oh, accessible. Yeah. yeah, it was Absolutely. huge. Absolutely huge. Um, that was one of the reasons we picked that room. But it had a ramp that was not actually attached to the ground. It would clearly was. Oh, no, like, no. It, it was a couple of pieces of plywood they threw on the ground. Yeah, crazy. And, and the, the worst part about that was when they replaced all the veranda doors. Mm -hmm. And what we never realized until at night was that, yes, it closes and, quote, and seals to the side, but it didn't seal on the bottom. Oh, my god! So goodness. we had a howling noise coming through. All night long. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no sleep. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the next morning when I visited the concierge host, I was like, "Okay, I'm sorry, I'm grumpy. I got yeah. about two hours sleep last night." Gosh. Now, at some point, you did get moved rooms. Yes. Why don't we talk about that a little bit? Tell me why. Why did they move your rooms, and when did they do that? Well, we kept running into these small issues, and then uh, the uh, Pierre, when the head of the hotel. Mm -hmm. things was visiting us you know what i mean because the other officers were there and he comes to visit and he was a very nice gentleman oh yeah he oh, was he, always, he very he nice was they were all trying to help yeah. i don't want to criticize the crew at no, all. the crew was yeah, awesome. absolutely the crew very was helpful. great they were trying their best to resolve any and all issues yeah. like the veranda door i showed the one guy i could hear the howling and literally within like 30 minutes there's like two carpenters up there fixing it oh fixing yeah that door. was fixed so, but he's like, he came up and goes, because we noticed the room across from us, they took the people out of there and moved them. And so, well, that room was ripped up, but we saw, well, now, because they finished that, finished that uh. room. So Renee goes, well, how about that room over there? The guy goes, do you want to move over there? Renee goes, yeah. 
<laughs> nice, nice. Now, and that was another one bedroom, just a different configuration. Yeah, right? yes, just exactly. a little bit. It was still in the back. It was yeah. it used the room next door, just the one back from there. Mm-hmm. But we actually we were in that room. Basically, the we were in that was eighty one hundred. We were in eighty six hundred. Basically, the mirror equivalent yeah. for our March cruise. Oh, okay. So, but that room was great. Oh, yeah. No issues. The air conditioning worked great. Uh, I, I know. I think we sent you pictures of the bathrooms. Oh, the, mar- the marble work on these oh. bathrooms was just awestruck. That was definitely a big upgrade. The bathrooms definitely needed an upgrade. And, oh, and yeah. they said they actually did it while in dry dock. Wow. Which is amazing. Yeah, but yeah. the craftsmen must have been just incredible. Yeah. The cuts absolutely. were perfect. Now, and th- this one, because they were the handicapped accessible, they don't have a bath, no. I, I, um, but they do have this like very large, beautiful shower that, of course, if there's a wheelchair, you can roll the wheelchair yes, directly absolutely. into it. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It looks absolutely. really, really nice. And new toilet oh, and new sink and new vanity and all of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The bathroom, the bathroom and they, they changed all, like, like instead of the old steel type fixtures, uh, they put in some nice gold ones. Oh, very nice. Very nice. With the, with, and it has a rain, you know, the rain shower. Yeah, oh, there's a rain, rain shower, shower head now. And then a handheld. Oh, yeah. yeah it it, it, it looks nice. more like the fantasy and the dreams, like German type engineering. Yep. Yeah. Stuff that you'd see there instead of the uh, instead of the old magic wonder Italian. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. So let's talk about some of the other sort of issues around around the ship, because we, of course, heard that there were, you know, as you said, there are issues with the air conditioning in the aft of the ship and, and even in other places around the ship, but sort of inconsistently. What were some other issues that you noticed or experienced? Of course, uh, the best the best one oh, that, that, that gosh, I remember that, was, yeah. was one was one that a uh, another guest who uh, we, were, we were we were friends with. And told us about that because she helped them out. They were actually on the sixth floor. Now, what we didn't know was they put a brand new speaker system in the Buena Vista Theater mm-hmm. with a much better bass sound. Oh, no. Yes. The people on the sixth floor were rocking to Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy. Late, late at all night. All night long. Oh my goodness. Well, because, yeah, the, the last showing of some of the movies in the Buena Vista Theater is usually like 11 something, yeah, 11, 11.45. Yeah. yeah. So they exactly. go until, if you're talking about a Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy or Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, you're talking a yeah. three-hour movie, right? Oh, so yeah. <laughs> Those, 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 and the thing was, they were so. They, 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 this person I was talking with, it's like, yeah, they were so nice. They wouldn't say anything. So I said, I'm a TA. I'll go down there. I'll take care of business. And she, <laughs> she took them down there, down there. And but they, they said they were very slow in in getting wow. that. You know, you turn now. Yeah. Wow. I can. I can't even imagine. I guess that was one of the unintended consequences. Uh, yeah, of some of the upgrades. Well, that's that's you know a big thing, right? Unintended consequences of upgrades, right? Like, sounds like there was some flooding that happened. That maybe oh, in, in, in a lot of the other concierge, we did not have this, but we heard in a bunch of other concierge rooms, especially in concierge room, the bathrooms. Like after they took a shower, they flooded the rooms. Oh my! That God. happened in a couple of them. Wow. We heard. Yeah, a lot of issues. And then we did hear that um, soda machines. And- oh, 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 the ice cream oh, machine. Oh, that was even sac- worse. Okay, my, my husband loves a soft serve ice cream machine. Oh. It, was, it was closed for two days. Oh, my goodness. Sacrilege. And he, <laughs> yes, he would count how many he'd have a day. By the end of the week, how many soft serve ice cream cones he had. Yeah. So that put a dent. Dan, <laughs> I hear know. that, you know, I hear that they were running low on Mickey bars because of this. Yeah. Is, that, is that what they, you They were. 
sorry. You couldn't, if, if you tried, what was, what was it? We heard room that. service. Yeah, room service. Room service. They said, if we can, you can get a Mickey bar through room service. We can't guarantee how long it will take. Because <laughs> so many people were doing that. Yeah. Everybody else thought the same idea we did. Yeah. It's like, this is order one. And uh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> I, well, I will say, though, I'm with you, Dan, though. It doesn't replace the soft serve. I prefer the soft serve to a Mickey bar. Not that I don't love a Mickey bar. Oh, yeah. We actually else. still love a Mickey bar. Yeah. But I still, but I want like, I, I, I really love when they have that like uh, the fruity like flavors, like the pineapple flavor or strawberry, uh, banana, banana. Yeah. banana. I, I love the pineapple. banana. No, I didn't see pineapple. Yeah, pineapple. I've had like it's like there's like one. I've only had it on one of the ships, and I can't even remember which one. It was like a pineapple coconut one. It was delicious. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I do love the banana. My son loves the chocolate vanilla swirl. So, oh yeah, yeah. It's just I'm big on that one. The old favorite, right? I mean, the old standby. <laughs> Would you like a chance to sail with the DCL Duo? Well, we have an opportunity for you. That's right. Next June is going to be our first ever inaugural DCL Duo podcast cruise. And we have a fun lineup of stuff on its way for that sailing. We're going to be on the magic for a three-night Bahamian sailing out of Fort Lauderdale on June 19th next year, 2024, with a stop at Lighthouse Point, one of the first sailings to go to Lighthouse Point. We are so excited to welcome all of you our listeners and fans out there to join us on this sailing. We've got some special things we want to do, including potentially an onboard recording of the podcast, which will just be so much fun. If you are interested in sailing with us, we would love to meet you. We always love to meet and interact with our listeners. So if you're interested, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo. That's mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo. Let them know you're interested in this sailing. We have a room block reserved, which means you've got opening day pricing locked in for some of our remaining rooms. So head over there, check it out. We'd love to see you on board with that. Thanks to My Path Unwinding Travel for sponsoring the show. And now back to the episode. Okay, so two days with no ice cream. Then there were soda machine issues as yeah. well. Yeah, the, that was on the but, deck. On deck. Fortunately, it wasn't a, a horrendous issue for guests <laughs> because they just opened up cabanas. Yeah, and and you know the magic. It's about ten feet from right, that right that, that machine way in the back to cabanas. So yeah. it was a little inconvenience to people, but not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it, it's more of a staff issue for them, right? Because now yeah. they've got to let people into cabanas and have some staff member there. Unlike the unlike the fantasy and the dream where people naturally go through, cabanas is closed. Yeah, it's but, not a walk-through area during most of, the, know, most of the day. The, the other issues that I think we saw was usually after dry dock, they paint everything. Yeah. Nothing was painted when we got on that ship yet. Oh, interesting. We even saw hole marks. It's like, wait a second. Isn't that why you go into dry dock in the first place? And uh, you sent me, I think, pictures of little dots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, On the, um, yeah. We saw orange dots, especially on the aft elevators. Yeah. Yeah. We saw, and we've seen other dots throughout the place. That's where we saw the most of the orange dots. And each dot was something that someone needed to fix. Well, we'll we'll give you an example. Like, 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 you know, on on the elevators, where they show you what floor the elevator is on. They have a Mickey hand. Yes. One of them didn't have a Mickey hand. (laughs) (laughs) So for those who don't know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about dots, so they're like sticker dots and they're used by in construction um, when you've got, they call, call it a punch list. The little things that aren't done 
are on a punch list and the way that the contractor or the subs know you know what areas need to be finished is they often stick these little colored dots basically to say okay this is an area we need to go back to and finish and so it's funny that you all saw them though while you're on the ship I mean, to be fair, I know it wasn't, I know they said it was full, but it sounds like it probably wasn't yeah. actually full of guests. It was because there were a lot of contractors on board. So that yeah. maybe it was quote unquote full. Well, there were no kids on the ship. They said that most there of the rooms were, were very few kids. Yeah. They said there was 2,078, which okay. is low for the, for the magic. But yeah. there were very, because it was May, early in May. So just about, there's no school system that's out. Right. And we were out of Puerto Rico. So besides the little tiny kids, yeah. there were very few. Very yeah. few on the ship. Oh, interesting. So it's like every room was two people. You know, <laughs> instead of like, I, instead of because, because we were on the fantasy back in February oh, and the fantasy's capacity is 4,000. We had 3,997. That right. was the that was the Disney Plus uh, deal. Promotions. Deal. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. That filled that ship. And there are a lot of schools that have like a midwinter recess in February as well. Oh yeah, so oh, yeah. It makes a lot more sense than early early in May is as you said, Dan. No school system is is out by early May. And that was a Pixar day at sea. Yeah. Oh, and, even and, and this one was this one was just a uh, I guess one off type itineraries down there. Yeah, but I love the itinerary. Oh yeah, you know the ABC Islands are something that I think everybody should, if they get the opportunity to go. They're so much nicer than you know what I mean. Some of the other islands, and it's a different change of pace. You don't get the same pushy type vendors down there. Yeah, much more laid back, different atmosphere, and it's you, it doesn't get the nine hundred degrees down there. It was like yeah, eighty. Always, it was low eighties. Always had a nice wind. Oh, that's awesome. Nice wind. Yeah, we did the the eleven night Southern Caribbean in 2019. That ha- it, it left from uh, from Port Canaveral, but it went down to that area and back. Yeah. And so we we did hit. I'm trying to remember. I know we hit Aruba. I just can't remember if we we, did, we didn't hit Curacao. We did hit Barbados. Is I think okay. I think so. We we hit two of the three. <laughs> well, we did. Uh, let's say the 2017 version. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a 10 day. We did Curacao and Aruba. We did not do Bonaire. So this is oh. our first time to Bonaire. Oh, nice, nice. We nice. love Bonaire. Bonaire yeah, was actually, was beautiful. that was probably a very pleasant and very great surprise. It oh, was, awesome. It was sort of an offbeat island. I don't think it's that visited. So you go there and there's no, like the pushy vendors, not a one. Yeah, yeah. And you just got out of the port a little bit and there's all these nice boutique shops. Not the souvenirs, you know, right. one side with the souvies, the other side with Diamonds International and <laughs> I love it. it was so nice. It was such a pleasant island. We yeah, all, I, I, I saw on the uh, on the Facebook page. Everyone loved that island. Oh, awesome! I love hearing that. So, I want to talk about another maybe good upgrade that you all experienced on board, which was the Encanto celebration. Oh, that was very nice. Yeah. yeah. That was very nice. So, why don't you tell us what that was? Um, and that way, our those of those of you who are listening and haven't heard about this, it's just a new experience exclusive to the Disney Magic. Basically, it was it was set up, and they had um, two hosts there. When you, when you first walked in, they had two crafts you could do, and you could um, step by step instructions for each one. So, it, um, making flowers and making butterflies. So we had taken those. They had set up the D lounge and decorated it. They, um, with an Encanto theme, which was really nice. He had a bar set up where you could get um, Encanto themed drinks, different kind of um, Spanish beers, I guess from Colombia, because that's where um, Encanto is. They um, had like sing-alongs and they had like trivia questions. Yeah. It was done really oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. 
they they really involved the crowd. Like they came into the crowd to get to get some of the kids. Yeah, that was great. And yeah. so I thought they did a pretty nice job of that. And then they the, did a sing along of the Encanto songs. That was kind of that was neat. Yeah. And, and then they brought out Mary Bell. And Mary Bell, and then they had someone else whose name will not be mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah. someone and who we don't talk out, about. Yeah, yeah we <laughs> brought out Bruno, and then, then people could take pictures with them. I I will give a I will give a tip uh, for for people out there. Because when they do it at the Encanto, there's no shutters photographer. So you're just taking your own pictures and there's usually a line. Mm-hmm. If you go, we actually had another session to meet with Maribel and, and Bruno the day before with shutters yeah. photographers. Ah, so, so that was a, that was a good, that was a good experience to actually get pictures. Okay. So you were not rushed. And you got you got the professional shutters pictures. Oh, nice. Okay, so good to know that there's more than one opportunity. And it sounds like they did the Encanto celebration maybe twice on that yes. Yes. day. We, yeah. Yes, they, they did one at two o'clock and one at four o'clock we for, the, for our particular. Yeah, sailing. we went to the first one. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, it wasn't well uh, for us. Uh, we didn't even know about it till we got on the ship. We started seeing social media. Yeah, it must have been announced like the day we got on the ship. Yeah, We're like, What's we knew nothing. I turned to Renee. I'm like, what? What? What's this they're talking about? You are correct. It was not publicized ahead of time. We saw it, I think, the day you boarded or the day before, and we posted about it on social media, but we couldn't find hardly anything about it. All it was we knew was that there was going to be an Encanto celebration (laughs) and that there was going to be an opportunity to meet Maribel and Bruno, but we didn't know that it was going to be a sing-along. We didn't know that it was going to have decorations or crafts or you know any of that. I, I think it was odd that... Disney didn't actually do any publicity for it until it after it launched. Maybe, maybe they weren't sure. To, let's yeah. let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say maybe they weren't sure they were actually going to be able to pull this thing off on that cruise. Yeah, they were. Well, they were busy. Let's say the, the crew was busy before. Uh, very busy. Yeah. So it sounds like there were a lot of contractors on board still doing yeah. oh, work. Yes. Yes. What what kinds of things did you see around the ship? They were mostly done. doing the, the contractors, mostly doing the electrical and air conditioning. Okay. I think the, the biggest thing I think they were trying to do was figure out because you had some areas that were working and wasn't working, which meant the sensors. The air conditioning. Yeah, they were trying to find the sensors. They were they were majorly working on wiring to try to figuring out where the sensor, you know what I mean, where it's being lost or ah, gained. Gotcha. So there were a bunch of them. They were the big, big European dudes. Oh, yeah. They were all... Yeah, yeah. and they were everywhere, especially on decade. That sounds like a needle in a haystack kind of job. That's like when you have the strand of Christmas lights and you got to figure out which one is out in order to figure out why your strand is completely out. Yeah, and this is a 20-year-old ship. Yeah. Who knows what's... From the original designs, who knows what's changed? God bless them. Oh, They worked hard. They were there a lot. Yeah. yeah, A lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even after we moved out of our room the next morning, that room was torn up. It took all the ceiling panels down. All the ceiling, yeah, they put they, they put like saran wrap on all the floors so it didn't damage yeah. anything on the ground, but oh all the goodness. top stuff was gone. Wow. That's- well, we were near I think I think an intake, mm-hmm. an air intake. So I think that that was influencing things. Gotcha. You know, off the back there's I think there was an air intake. Oh, interesting. Is there anything that we've missed as far as like issues on the ship or upgrades to the ship? I don't want to. I don't want to miss anything while I have you uh, all. Upgrades. The Buena Vista Theater. Uh, that was, yeah, yeah, the concierge lounge. I think you've hit everything. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I think they were. I, I think what happened uh, was one of the things we did here. One of the reasons why they got put behind was that one of the contractors cut a pipe above the atrium. And you can imagine what happened next. Water, it was raining. 
through the oh, chandelier, no. water flooding everywhere. So, but yeah. not during the sailing, but before. No, 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 dry no, no. This was during, during dry, dry dock. dock. But so then, I, I think that set them back a lot. Oh my goodness! I can, I, you got to feel for them at that point, right? Oh, oh yeah, crew, oh, crew, yeah. I, you know, we felt for the crew. You know, they were they were so nice. You know, I mean? yeah. I mean, I we can tell you a lot of the crew definitely like, yeah, we were really wondering whether this sailing was going to happen, yeah. even up to almost like the day. Yeah. Because there was so much not done. Yeah. You know, we did hear from our uh, the other guest that we talked to that was on your sailing. She had asked, I don't know who it was that she was talking to, but she said that I guess the ship crew had asked DCL whether or not they were going to cancel your sailing. And it was a call. The call was made by Shoreside. The call was not made by the onboard crew, which is not surprising. I mean, let's be honest, like those are corporate decisions. Right. But it sounds like some of the crew maybe thought the ship wasn't show ready. Um, And it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But I mean, we still love the magic. I mean, I I don't know what we stated on this particular show. Just it's just. We felt sorry for some of the, we noticed the difference. We felt sorry for some of the new people yeah. that didn't see it in its glory because there were still marks from dry dock, you yeah. know what I mean, on the decks and the painting not done that we know that will get done over the next few weeks. Right. If you return to magic in probably three, four weeks, you, you would never know it. You would never know what happened and everything yeah. would be back to normal. Yeah. Except maybe that closet. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you the truth. I think they will do something. I'm you hoping- think? I hope I, they I, do. Yeah. I suggested a pocket door. Yeah. <laughs> they could slide. They have a split. Or, I don't or, know. Or, or at least take out one of the rods so you could have yeah, that, Yes. Things. That would yeah. be nice. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, we, I, don't think, I don't think a woman was consulted. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point, Renee. You know what? Because men's clothes are more generally more foldable, um, except for maybe, you know, uh, dress shirts, right? And yeah, I'm taking yeah. a no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Dan. Hilarious. Now, I, I do know we talked offline that Disney did give you some compensation for the fact that your cruise was impacted by, obviously, the first room you had, no air conditioning, lots of unfinished issues. Did you feel satisfied with, you know, how Disney handled the situation, given what you experienced and what other people experienced? For our experience, I'd say yes. You know what I mean? I think they did, you know what I mean? A good job. I mean, fortunately, you know, the crew was great to us. They definitely tried, you know, every time you poured in something, they were there within the hour, yeah. you know what I mean? Trying to fix things. So, and then the compensation was, you know what I mean? was, was good for us. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not complaining at all. Yeah. I mean, we never asked for anything. No, I'll, be, we did I'll not. be quite honest mm-hmm. with you. We, we, we ask. never asked. So it is, yeah. uh, we know some of the other people that were moved also mm-hmm. got something. I'm guessing you had to have the more serious, you had to move issues. Right, right. I'm sure. So the, I think the big question is, when are you sailing again? Or are you yeah. sailing again? <laughs> oh, no, we're, we're definitely sailing again. Oh, yeah, again. we're sailing again. We got the, uh, now we've been, this is our 20, <laughs> that was our 21st cruise. We have not sailed Disney Wish, so we're going to give it a shot. We're gonna oh, give it a nice. Go. Oh, I'm excited. But, so, but we're going to try concierge there on, on the Disney Wish. Awesome. When are you all headed on the Wish? Because I would love to hear your review after you get off now that you, you know, you've sailed on, on all the other ships. And so the Wish is uh, very different. So that's, I, I, that's, that's, that's what we're, that's our mindset. Yeah. We're take everything we know, throw it out and just go with the way it goes. Absolutely. Uh, we're, our, we're doing a very merry in November. 
Oh, awesome. Fantastic. And then next year, we have the Wonder for Alaska. Okay. Going, c- coming your way across the, across the pond. Awesome. Uh, g- g- get across the states there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just a few hours north to our, our neighbors in British Columbia. It's, it's a beautiful place. I'll I'll send you some recommendations of places to eat in Vancouver as well. That'd be awesome. But I anyway, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks again for sharing all the pictures and information as a play-by-play while everything was going on during the ship. It really was uh, invaluable to be able to share that with our audience and and the greater social media world. So thanks again for no, being on no. the show. Thank you for having us. I just want to leave us one thought that, you know, even though we had challenges, we still love the magic. We will sell on the magic again. These issues will be resolved and we'll be back. No doubt. Awesome. Well, a big thank you to all of you out there for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. We'd also love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you hit those five stars, that's great. If you leave us a written review along with a five-star review, we will be sure to read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we really want you to reach out to us so we can take your feedback. Best way to do that, head to dclduo.com to find all the ways to connect with us. It links to our podcast, our vlog, our blog, has all the ways you can connect with us on social media, has our Etsy store where you can find our fun beach bags and magnets that we designed as enthusiasts of each of the Disney Cruise Line ships, has a link off to our Patreon. If you'd like to help support the show, we really truly appreciate each and every one of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month, has a link off to our show sponsor, My Path Unwinding, where you can get more information about booking a fabulous vacation, which also really helps to support our show. All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night. Good night.